All right, buddy. Hey, we're back in action, in person, in the same room. You got a crack at a cold open one. We're watching the Tennessee-Missouri game. Oh, I would, Mike, but I'm trying to sober up. <laughs> got a long drive ahead of me. Not really, five minutes, but, you know, I just want to be I want to be ready, you know. Yeah, no, so, I got you. It's been a hell of a day, Mike. Uh, Tennessee just – we're about three-quarters in Tennessee Vols game. I think we've got 85, 90 points now, so <laughs> – Oh, sorry. In the background, we got Mizzou just keep screwing things up. Oh, my gosh. We'll get to that. But it is awesome. SEC football on our TV. We've been waiting a long, long time for this. Got a little taste with Vandy. Yep. Uh, now we're getting a little taste with Mizzou and Tennessee. And then Saturday, it's a full slate, baby. Yeah, and how great was it? I mean, I, I don't know if I've ever seen a Tennessee season start like this. First play, defense gets an interception. Yeah. First play for the offense, score a touchdown. And then the cameraman just locked in on some hot ladies in the stands. I mean, it was a Tennessee Lollapalooza uh, there. You know, I tell you, we were we were joking. It's 23 seconds in. We didn't even get the opening kickoff, and we're up seven nothing. <laughs> so I was like, this is going to be awesome. This is exactly what I wanted for Christmas. But uh, uh, great start to the game. Um, you know, a lot of things still that obviously, and that's what we're going to see. This weekend, we're going to see a lot of SEC teams come out, just like Mizzou, struggling, making stupid mistakes. Yeah. You know, they're going to clean this up, and that's why you have some of these cupcake teams week one. Yeah, and, and I mean, we were just talking about it. It looked like they were toying around with uh, Louisiana Tech. Tech was up 3-0, and I'm sitting here, oh, my God, it's a 20-point spread. Meltdown yeah. City, quarterback Brady Cook, let him cook. You said they got the wrong <laughs> cook in there. Next thing you know, a quarter later, it's 20-3. to Yeah. Incomplete control of the ball game. So, but you got to uh, try not to freak out. Don't turn around now, okay. Mike. Because <laughs> I wouldn't say complete control, but, uh, they, yeah, they do got a pretty good handle on it. It's, I, mean, I think the recipe's simple there. Yeah. Just give Burden the ball every single time, you know. Yeah. You do that, I think you're going to win a lot of ball games. This is going to be a classic one if uh, you know who comes back and, oh, and no. wins it, you know. No, don't, don't, don't put that evil on them. We, remember, we're recording this. It's uh, six minutes in. The second quarter, so a lot of game left. You may look at this later and say, well, look at these idiots. This wasn't even close. So that's what I'm hoping happens because that was what I had my spread on. So, so Shane, finally here, game day. We got some picks to get to. Yeah. We've got some uh, prize picks to get to. We've got some wager to get to. But uh, before we get to our official predictions for Saturday and mm -hmm. also Sunday, of course, because we got LSU Florida State kicking off on Sunday – uh, what we like to do, we don't pick the winners for the FCS games. I yeah. mean, come on. Yeah. What's the point? There's, we don't do that. There's no spread. There's nothing. So I just want to ask you what we do like to do, what's something you want to see. Yeah. And let's start with Sam Houston, who according mm -hmm. to Jimbo, the best yeah. team in college football history perhaps, <laughs> going uh, opening in College Station. What's something you want to see from these Aggies? Well, the easy answer, man, is quarterback. I, I want to see uh, – I mean, obviously, if you're just a fan, maybe not following Texas A&M that much, you know, you, you, you just want to see how this offense runs under Jimbo. You want to see uh, is, is this a legit – top four opponent is this somebody that can make an, a college football playoff that's that's what i want to see yeah. and i don't know it's an fcs opponent but you still can get a pretty good taste of what the season's going to look like now if they're hanging around by halftime you're going to say oh god texas a&m what are you doing so i i think the first thing obviously quarterback play the second for me mike is just total line domination I want to see it up front. I want to see offense, defense. I want to see them pin their ears back and get some pressure on the quarterback. Yeah. I, I want to see this be an ugly little game and uh, over quick. You know, I don't want to see this thing dragged out, and it shouldn't be. Yeah, you mentioned, obviously, Haynes King. I want to see what he's got. I want to see him play mistake-free football. Yeah. Because the only – it was limited, limited action we saw him, but there was a lot of turnovers. Right. Not all on him, but, you know, you got to play clean there. I want to see the defensive front completely reworked. They got some – Stud freshman coming mm -hmm. in there, see how those guys look on the defensive line. And Devon Achain, I got more on him in a minute, but I want to see him, you know, hopefully he only gets 15 carries cause, yeah. and he'll probably have 200 yards with those 15, you know what? Yeah, I, I think this is, too, one of those games you're not going to see much. Yeah. Um, I, I think you're going to get a little little taste of this. Oh, my gosh, Luther. Uh, he is – sorry, Mike, I get sidetracked. <laughs> the kid, I haven't had his chips yet where, you know, they're they're on their way, but – they got something special down there. But 
But back to what I was saying. <laughs> Sorry. This is probably a bad idea. The TV should have been behind me. Yeah. But um, what were we talking about? Texas A&M? Yeah. Um, Sorry. Where was we? Just uh, Devon, uh, oh, Devon uh, yeah. and So what I was saying is we just – I don't think we're going to see much. Um, I think that we're going to get a little, little taste of this, a little sample of that. But for the most part, <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Coors Light's coming up. So, um, But, again, I think – what we do, man, you can tell we've been drinking all day. <laughs> I, I, I think I know where you're going. Yeah. I also want to see Evan Stewart, the five-star freshman receiver. I want to see him make a big impact for the Maggies. All right, Mercer yeah. at Auburn. Another, I mean, it should be a, a cakewalk. What do you want to see from the Tigers? I want to see what these receivers look like. Uh, this is the biggest, probably out of all the receiving core in the FCC, the biggest question mark for me. Uh, I love Tank. Obviously, we're going to see a, a heavy dose of that, but I don't want that to be the only thing. Yeah. This is an opportunity uh, for for TJ to, to to work out some chemistry with with these receivers, and um, you know you do that by letting them play a little bit. So even though it's not a you know a, it's not a tough opponent, shouldn't be a tough opponent, shouldn't be a close game at all. I think this is a this is a glorified scrimmage, and I hope they take advantage of it by by at least being a little aggressive and giving us a little sample size of what Auburn offense is going to look like moving forward. Yeah, you're still almost everything I was going to say. So yeah. T.J. Finley, his progression yeah. in the offense, mm-hmm. that's all we're hearing in camp. He knows he's got complete command of this yeah. year two in Brian Harson's system, and I think uh, maybe most importantly, not for this game, but moving forward, the offensive line. Because that's a huge question mark for Auburn. We just said their center, he, he's his career's over, unfortunately, mm-hmm. Nick yeah. Brom. So, uh, remember I said 80% of the time you don't cover yeah. if you don't got your center. So, yeah. how's that uh, work? Well, it's not going to be a problem against Mercer. No, but, but again, it's Auburn, this is a team uh, going against Mercer that you literally can turn around and hand the ball to, t- uh, to, to Tank the entire game yeah. and win. And I just I hope they don't do that. Some of these games, like you see it get a little bit more conservative, Tennessee, Ball State, uh, you're seeing it a, a little conservative with Mizzou, but they're, they're starting to have to, you know, get a little fancy here to open up that offense. I don't, I don't want to seem to have to do that. But, again, this is, this is a perfect opportunity to, to, to really get some good, valuable reps in. So that's what I want to see. All right, how about uh, Elon coming to Vanderbilt? Our, yeah. Maybe the hottest team in the country, Shane. What do you want to see from them Commodores? <laughs> a continuation. Um, you know, Vandy's, you know, a little slow out of the gate with Hawaii, but once they got going, they got going and they were moving quick and, and Vanderbilt is, is kind of intriguing to me so far. Um, I I love the athleticism of of Mike, but that can't be it. Yeah. That he will not survive. He will not survive 12 games playing like he did week one, especially going through SEC opponents. So, uh, Elon is a team they should beat. And this is a team that we should see some other people emerge. And, and you know, who's going to help them out? Yeah, and and I, I, we saw bits and pieces of it and flashes of it against Hawaii. If they can build on that, I just want to see that momentum continue. Um, I'm very impressed with, with week one. And, and if they can continue that week two, even Elon, um, I think it just builds a little bit of that team morale. And that's what they need right now. Yeah, and, and like you were saying, I mean, they were so physically dominant against Hawaii. Mm-hmm. That's got to continue against Elon. There's no excuse for yeah. them not to dominate them the same way but also what I was going to say you hit on it as well Mike Wright uh, I want to see that progression as a passer yeah because that was not quite there in the Hawaii game and you know he's got some young his best receivers are true freshmen so it's not going to be they're not going to start the season halfway across the world firing on all cylinders they got to get better there got to get better on third down if they do have to go for it they shouldn't have to go for a single fourth down in this ball game but if they do they got to convert there because that that was something they struggled with in uh, the opener as well. Absolutely, and this is one of the this is one of the only teams that's already got one under the belt, you know. So what what did they work on in this week? Yeah, you know, is there a progression on that defensive line? You know, because there was at times Hawaii at the start of that that matchup they were able to run it free wheel. So where or did they make any adjustments this week? So I think that's big too. Yeah. And speaking of Vanderbilt, we're sitting here watching the Tennessee game, Shane. Yeah. The show this year sponsored by Wager. Yeah. Sports betting app. Tennessee residents only. you got to be 21 years of age yes. to play. But what's cool about Wager, Shane, you can join it, and it's peer-to-peer betting service. Yes. So you can jump on there, 
bet against Cousin Shane, his wager of the week. Yep. You can bet against my wager. Not only the wager of the week, any <laughs> SEC game, any college football game. That's right. Join the That SEC podcast group in the, the wager app. You use our promo code or use the promo code SEC. Just click on that link. Get $20 of free bets. Favorite thing, Shane, when you're trying to sign someone up for a service, what's the catch? I, you got to get my social security number, my credit card, all that, right? Yeah. Nope, not for wager. You don't have to put a dollar down. They give you 20 to play with. There's nothing to lose. Uh, we're having a good time on this absolutely, app. Absolutely, absolutely. And we've got a lot of people jumping on there saying, hey, where are you at? If you go up there and you search that SEC podcast, you can find the community. If it didn't put you in there immediately, come join us. Uh, we're having fun. Every every week I'm going to put a $100 wager of the week. Uh, I break that up in $10 intervals so everybody has an opportunity to take some of my money, uh, which right now you may want to avoid because I'm on fire. I <laughs> uh, did the Tennessee wager, and then, uh, of course, we're going to get to one here in a minute. So if you want a little piece of the action uh, – uh, again, jump on Wager as W-A-G-R and uh, download promo code SEC, and uh, you can't go wrong. It's it's fun, and it's something we're going to talk about all we, all year. Yeah, and that link can be found on the show notes, Shane. Again, you got to be a Tennessee resident. Mm-hmm. We're just in the state. You could cross that border, play that wager app. <laughs> There's nothing against that. you got to be right. 21 years of age or older to play. Mm-hmm. Please play responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, call one 800 889 9789. That's it. Come on down to Dollywood, get you a shirt, you know. <laughs> get you one of them tie-dyed shirts there in Gatlinburg. Yep. <laughs> get a bed in and get out. <laughs> but speaking, hey, if you're not in the state of Tennessee, we got a lot of fans that are outside of the state. Yeah. We're also sponsored by Prize Picks, Shane. Yes. And you use again the same promo code SEC. Mm-hmm. It's also the link is in the show notes. They'll match your initial deposit up to a hundred bucks over at Prize Picks. Yes. And Prize Picks daily fantasy sports and hey i was on fire last year undefeated mike undefeated this year Uh two for two my vanderbilt prize picks from last week i got a couple more i know you're gonna love this week shade so how about this i mean give me a break devon achain what against who are they playing sam houston maybe Uh the greatest fcs team ever Ever. but they're playing freaking texas a&m 88 and a half rushing yards He's going to have that probably in yeah. two carries, don't you give, think? Give me the over. I think we're going to have a break. This is one of those this is this is one of those running backs that can get 80 yards on one carry. Yeah. So, and definitely against Sam Houston. I love the over on this one, Mike. Now, how about this? I don't know how you're going to feel about it, but Jaden Daniels, LSU quarterback. Yeah. And here's the catch. 229 and a half passing yards against Florida State. Mhm. I'm going under. And I'll, for two reasons, Shane. We know this guy Jaden Daniels, the transfer. He came on he runs faster than you're legally allowed to drive in your uh-huh. your neighborhood there, 21 miles per hour. He's a he can throw it, but he right. also can run it. Yes. So to ask him to to throw for over 230 yards in his first game with a reworked offensive line, I think he's going to have a lot of rushing yards. Yes. I'm going and we don't even know if he is a quarterback. Yeah. We think he is, but even if he is, they're probably going to bring Garrett Nussmeyer in. Right. So there's so many factors going into this one. We don't like to go under that often. But I think 229 and a half passing yards for, for Jaden Daniels, I'm going under. I think so. I think this is a very conservative play-calling game. You do that by moving the clock, moving the chains, and you do that by not throwing that much. So I like the under here as well. Now one more. I think you're going to like this one, Shane. Yeah. Georgia Bulldogs star receiver A.D. Mitchell caught the game-winning mm-hmm. pass in the national championship game facing Oregon. Yeah. Oregon's got some nice linebackers. They got a couple linemen. Okay. They got no idea what they're in the secondary for these SEC receivers. 42 and a half receiving yards for A.D. Mitchell. Come on now. I'm going yeah. way over for hey, that. Over. I like it, Mike. I like it. We're we're on the same page. And I, and I think, too, because that's like their least threat. And I know that sounds crazy, but we're you're hearing the tight end talk, you're hearing the running back talk, you're hearing – there's not a lot of receiver talk. And I, so I think, you know, Kirby's going to exploit that. This is this is going to be a big game, national TV. Uh, let's have some fun. Let's open up these Bulldog offense. Yeah. All right, brother, you ready? I know you're ready. You uh, yeah. ready, ready to pick some football games? I've been games? ready all day, right? All right, <laughs> <laughs> all right we're going to start, Shane. I'm just kind of going in random order. One second, I'm not ready. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I got them wrote down here. I knew I'd be drinking and I'd screw this thing up. So, all right, I'm ready. I'm gonna kind of gonna go in a little bit of random order here. I'm mm-hmm. trying to save uh, the best games for the for the end here. Yeah. Uh, but well, I'm gonna start here, Shane, with Troy 
at number 21, Ole Miss. Mm -hmm. The Ole Miss Rebels at, in Oxford, 21-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah. The over-under, 57-and-a-half points. This game kicks off at 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Central on the SEC Network. Yeah. Who do you like in the ball game? Mike, I love Ole Miss, obviously, to win this game. But I don't like that spread. And, and here's why. We've got so many new faces there in Oxford. And I, and I think – to think that this is going to be the same Ole Miss team of last year, it's not. Yeah. You know, I, I expect them to have a high tempo. They were talking about it. They were number two in the country with a, a amount of plays, like time between plays. Mm -hmm. I, I think that I think that takes an adjustment. I think it's a little slower at the start, and and they're not going to be able to play Ole Miss offense. Um, so this isn't that I like Troy. It's just I don't quite like Ole Miss yet. So I think it's a slow, sluggish start. I don't think the game's ever in jeopardy. But uh, I'd like Ole Miss, obviously, to win 35. I've got Troy at 21, so a 14-point ball game here. Ooh. So give me Troy with the under, yeah. but Ole Miss with the victory. Yeah, I mean, we're dead on here, Shane. I mean, Like you said, we still don't even know who the starting quarterback right. for Ole Miss. Now, does that mean they got two excellent quarterbacks or they got two – Brady Cooks. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> easy, easy. Let's let I'm him kidding. get through the first game <laughs> okay. here, Mike. Okay. I'm just saying, uh, you know, what's this offense going to look like? They, they got, they're loaded with skill, position, talent. Mm -hmm. Who can get them the ball? And I think what we've not talked enough about is the fact they lost DJ Durkin, the defensive yeah. coordinator. That defense really carried them late in the season when Matt mm -hmm. Corral got hurt. So I think there's going to be a step back to that defense. Not going to be as bad as they were two years ago. But the good news, like you said, Troy's not a very good team. First-year head coach. Yeah. Who he, He's a he's a good coach. Comes from Kentucky. He was a co-defensive coordinator. I think the future is bright for Troy. Right. But just not right out the gate. New quarterback. Uh, we almost have the same score here, Shane. If this was Ole Miss and we knew what we were getting, yeah, I'd go with Ole Miss all day long in that spread. For sure. But I, I, I'm right there with you. Ole Miss 38, Troy 20. So I like Troy to cover – but just barely, but just by a field goal here, but Ole Miss to, to win easily. Absolutely. And, again, this is one of those teams we talked about, you know, in other pods that, you know, you move this game to week 10, it's not even close. Right. And I'm not saying that it's going to be close. I'm just saying – it feels it's like almost too hard to gamble. It really is. Put three money, touchdowns put, on someone we don't really exactly, – so many unknowns. Exactly, man. I'm not – I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. Well, how about – I think you will on this one. Miami of Ohio at your Kentucky Wildcats, mm -hmm. number 20 Wildcats. Kentucky's a 16-point favorite. Mm -hmm. The over-under is 54 total points. This game kicks off at 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central on ESPN and SEC Network Plus. Who do you like in the ballgame? I think you know exactly who I like in this ball game. I like the Big Blue Nation. I have them number two in the SEC East for a reason. I just think they got the pieces, especially on the offense. The problem I have with them is defense. I don't know what that's going to look like, especially when we hit SEC play. So I th I'm thinking it's going to be a little bit – I don't want to call it a shootout, but I, I think there's going to be some some points put on the board that shouldn't be and maybe won't be later in the year. So um, I think the I think Kentucky's offense is going to be flawless. Um, so I've got them scoring a lot of points, 38 points in fact. But Miami, Ohio, I've got backdooring this thing and coming in and covering the spread, 24. So give me uh, Kentucky with the win, Miami, Ohio with the points. I hate Kentucky. No. <laughs> uh, it's not that I don't hate it. But, again, it just it, – to me, it just I, – I think there's still some questions that need to be answered on that defensive side of the ball especially. Mm -hmm. uh, even on offense, man. Do Are we going to have some of those guys step up? We, you know, we're going to be down Rodriguez. Not that right. – you know, everybody wants to talk like it's not a big deal, but it is a big deal. It's one of the best running backs in the country, and you don't have them. Right. So, there's, there is an adjustment. I think Kentucky, depth-wise – this is where later in the game they're really going to lean on that those big uglies up front, and they're just going to take away the the game. I just don't think it's going to be the blowout that the that that Lexington wants. Mm. Yeah, you know, I almost said the same thing, Shane. You know, I think Kentucky. I think their offense maybe could struggle a little bit. Mm -hmm. Some new pieces on defense that could have trouble with uh, Brett Gabbard here, the the brother of old Blaine Gabbard yeah. up there. But man. I mean, they're so high, hype on Will Levis. Yeah. And this team and this coaching staff got such an edge to them. Mm -hmm. I don't see how they don't come out here and whoop the hell out of Miami. So, I'm going to go the other way. I got Kentucky winning and, and covering the spread. And I think, 
like I said on our, uh, earlier this week, one bold prediction. I think Will Levis probably going to score four touchdowns in this game. Yeah. You got to get that momentum going, going into Gainesville. Got to get that belief. This is a game in years past, like I think it was last year at mm-hmm. UTC. I mean, they were struggling. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they did get a pick six late in that game to make it look a little bit more convincing than what it, it really was. We got to avoid that here. I think this is going to be a locked-in Kentucky team. Give me Kentucky 35, Miami 13. Kentucky wins and covers the spread. Okay. We're not far off. I just, like I said, I got them backdooring this thing. I got Will Levis getting five touchdowns. Come on now. (laughs) All right. Utah State at number one, Alabama, Shane. Alabama, 41 and a half point favorite. Damn. Uh, Over under 62 total Mm -hmm. points. The game's at uh, 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central on the SEC Network. Who do you like in the game? Oh, man. How good did Utah State look last week, huh? Yeah. Because they're going to look the exact opposite <laughs> this Saturday. <laughs> Their glory days are behind them because Alabama is going to come out. This is this is kicking. I mean, did you see Will Anderson? Did you see how excited he was about killing quarterbacks? Yep. I mean, that's that's exactly the, the team that's coming in here to play. Alabama is going to destroy Utah State. And it's not because they hate Utah State. It's because they're starting a, a revenge tour, and it kicks off this Saturday. So, <laughs> I don't know, 41.5, 51.5, I don't care. I'm going to take the over either way you give it to me. I've got Alabama crushing Utah State. 59, Utah State 3. This is oh, a man. total bloodbath. Mm. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Don't you feel it? No, no. I saw I saw this Utah State come out. Here we go. Guns a blazing week zero. Uh-huh. I I didn't realize how good they were under their current coach Shane. Yeah. He's twelve and three at Utah State. Oh, crown him. He's yeah. two and zero oh against Power Five. He's he's just a hell of a coach here. Logan Bonnet. They got a quarterback Shane over seven thousand passing yards, uh-huh. sixty nine touchdowns, twenty one interceptions. I mean, this guy's gonna be throwing it all over the yard. <laughs> Give me the upset, Shane. Alabama. 52, Utah State 14 covers the spread. <laughs> I, th- I just uh, think Alabama, they might, yeah. they might come out a little slow. I mean, who's Bryce Young? <laughs> I mean, he's incredible. Right. But he's still got to get that rapport with his receivers. Uh, lost his top three receivers. The top one back was the tight end. He's out. Cam yeah. Latu. So, you know, it's not like they're going to struggle in this game. Yeah. But I, th- I think it's, they might be a little bit slower on, on offense. I think the defense, at least when they put in the third string by the end of the game, they're they're going to give up a player too. So I like the backdoor cover here, maybe like a late field yeah. goal or something. Utah okay, State covers well, at forty-one. And I'm half. telling you, brother, there's a real shot. This is a seventy-point game. I just, yeah. I, I, it's got the makings for it. I, I just, I don't know. I, I think Alabama is better prepared than we think. Um, I don't think they stump stumble out of the great at all. I think they come out, you know, just guns a blazing, but. Two, they got to find that competitive depth, you know. And that's one thing about the Alabama, I think it got them last year, was the, you know, that set, who's the who's the guy to come in for backup? Is he the best guy on the team? And and sometimes when you're just destroying programs, you, you lose that that competitive depth. You, you just, you're just out there just getting through the game and praying nobody gets hurt. And I don't think that's the approach that Nick's going to have for this year. I think he's going to come out to win. I think he's going to come out to destroy. And that's why I like, I like the, uh, the big-time score here with Alabama. Not a rebuild year, huh? No, not a rebuild. <laughs> no, these kids are sophomores now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I know you're looking forward to this one, Shane. Memphis at Mississippi State. Mm. Them Bulldogs favored by 16 points at home, mm-hmm. over under 57 total points. Yep. The game's at 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central on ESPN. You, mm-hmm. who do you got in the game? You know, going into this game, actually going into this week, I was a little leery about the the revenge factor. You know, did, yeah. did does this team even care about how they, they got screwed last year? Like all them, them – them gamblers out there in East Tennessee <laughs> losing money on this bet because of a stupid play call. I, you know, but then you hear the pirate come out, you're hearing the players come out, you're hearing the fans come out, you know, you forget for just take away all of that for a second. These two programs are not far away from each other and they absolutely despise one another. So this is, 
a, a poor man rivalry, brother. And, yeah. and I expect Mississippi State to come out here guns a-blazing. This is an offense that's got everybody back. Will Rogers is kicking off his Heisman campaign. Um, this is my wager of the week, brother. Ooh. I am going in on this one. Lock it down. I've got Mississippi State killing Memphis Tigers 42-14. to 14. So, give me the points and the score. I'm glad you're wagering this one up, yeah, Shane, because yeah. uh, that gives me extra confidence to let you know Memphis got a freshman All-American quarterback, mm-hmm. Seth Hennigan, Heinigan. I like to call him Heinigan. Ryan uh, Silverfield, the head coach, 14 wins in his first two seasons, second most in program history. I'm just saying they got some nice pieces here, Shane, <laughs> to go up against Mississippi State, who is the most experienced team in the SEC coming back. Uh <laughs> the revenge factor very real. I, you know, one thing about Mississippi State we we don't talk enough about. Tulu Griffin, who may be the best returner in the country. They've got a hell of a returner. Ra Ra Thomas is someone that we touched on a little bit. I think he only caught 19 passes last mm-hmm. year, but he had five touchdowns yeah. among the 19. <laughs> I mean, he's a, just a big play waiting to happen. So I'm almost talking myself into uh, a cover here, but I don't know. I just feel like Mississippi State, for whatever reason, they. I don't want to say stumble, but they they can they start slow. Yeah. And with the offensive tackles, I think there's going to be a little bit of a transition there. We saw in, in year one that was a big big issue for Mike Leach's offense when they couldn't get the offensive tackles to play up to snuff that the mm-hmm. offense struggled. Yeah. And I think I think they might go a little bit slower than than you're saying right out the gate. I still like Mississippi State to win. Mm-hmm. But I think Memphis has got a good enough quarterback to score some points in this ballgame. So I'm going to go Mississippi State 33, Memphis 20. So I like Memphis to cover, but Mississippi State to win by two touchdowns. My wager. What's your wager? Have we got to it yet? Not yet. All right. It's marinating. I love it. (laughs) All right, Shane. This is one I can't wait to see here. Georgia State at South Carolina. The Gamecocks favored by 12.5 points, Mm -hmm. over under 56.5 total points. Game kicks off at 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central on ESPN, SEC Network Plus. How is this a plus game? Come on, man. This would be this could be a hell of a game, night game here in Columbia. Who you got in it? Yeah, I think you're right. This is, And there's a lot of narratives here. we got a new quarterback. we got new new offense. I mean, it's just so many new pieces there on that side of the ball. And then here you got Georgia State, a, a program that nobody wants to play. Mm-hmm. You know, we keep paying them to come in the SEC and scare the <laughs> shit out of us, you know. So, hopefully that doesn't happen Saturday. So, um, you know, you know, I listen and, and – and, you know, I'm trying to give Georgia State the benefit of the doubt that they're a pretty good program because they do find a way to play SEC teams better than than expected, you know. Right. Um, and then Vegas comes out with these odds, and you're like, well, maybe we should give this pause because, you know, we're talking just barely a two-score, you know, advantage for South Carolina. So either they don't have confidence in South Carolina or they have more confidence in Georgia State. And – I've been eating the hype train, man. I, I've been drinking the Kool-Aid. I, I'm I'm on the South Carolina bandwagon right now, and I'm in the prove me wrong stage. So until that happens, I've got to go favorite for for the Gamecocks here. And uh, without further ado, I've got South Carolina winning this game, putting up quite a few points, 35. Uh, but I do think Georgia State kind of hangs around earlier in the game. So, give me 20 points from them. So, 15-point uh, game, still giving South Carolina the over. Yeah, and there's, there is a lot to like about Georgia State. As I told you, as I, I studied them up, mm-hmm. won uh, eight, seven of the last eight, 18 returning starters, top three rushers are all back. Their quarterback was MVP of their bowl win. We forgot to mention, they're retiring Clowney's jersey at halftime. Yeah. Gamecocks ain't going to come out flat with Clowney getting his jersey retired. You know, uh, how balanced. We we talk so much about Spencer Rattler, yes. as we should. But I I don't think they're going to come out here and ask him to, to throw for 5,000 yards. Nope. I think it, he helps them be a lot more balanced, makes defenses having to, to uh, respect the pass so much that guys like Marshawn Lloyd can have breakout seasons yeah. for the Gamecocks. So that is something I really want to see. Jaheim Bell, the tight end, mm-hmm. I don't think – that Georgia State's going to have any answer for Jaheim Bell. Yeah. And we saw, not hell, not even North Carolina did in the bowl game. And, I mean, how can you go against South Carolina when you got Juice Wells coming out here saying, 
we're going to kill this damn team. You know, <laughs> know. so it's like no chance in hell. The entire offensive line back for South Carolina. I already said it. I think they're going to score over 40 points exactly. in this ball game. Wager of the week, Shane. <laughs> South Carolina, 42. Georgia State, 20. I can't believe people are going to think it's a damn ball game. Yeah. And that 20, they're going to get that in the, in the end when South Carolina's got their third string you in. You still hate them, don't you? You still hate them, Mike. <laughs> I still hate them too, Mike. I hope, I hope they get beat and they never come back to the SEC. <laughs>、Right,、how about this one? Ooh, top 11 matchup here. Number 11, Oregon、mm-hmm. versus number three, Georgia in Atlanta.、Mm-hmm. The defending national champions favored by 17 points. The over under 53 total points. The game kicks off at 3 30 Eastern, 2 30 Central. On ABC. And of course, this is the Chick fil A kickoff game there in Mercedes Benz Stadium.、Right. Who do you like in the ballgame? Might as well be a home game for the、yeah. Georgia Bulldogs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This, this, this one here, man, and, and again, I'm just not a fan of Oregon. I mean, there's a reason they were looking for a new coach. Yep. And, and it's not like they just reloaded over the offseason. It's not like this team got. Ten times better. This is one of those programs that's almost a top ten. And, and at the end of the year, you, you look back at games like this, and you're like, why? Why are we even putting, you know, because of their schedule, we're going to reward them with a higher ranking? No, I, I just I don't see it. Here's, here's the Georgia Bulldogs coming off a national championship. Everybody questioning is it going to be a hangover? Is, was last year was just a one off because you had one of the greatest defenses ever?、Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think there's a lot of question marks, especially. At the offensive side, like, can they win games like they've been playing? Are they going to open it up with Stetson there at quarterback? I, and I think, I think this, this fam, these, this team is out to prove it. We, we heard it at SEC Media Days. These guys that are starters now, they don't want to replicate what has been done. They want to make a name for their selves. And I think this is a totally different program. Maybe not the best defense, you know, probably not as good as defense as they had last year, but I think the offense is better. Well improved. And I think that is what gets flexed this Saturday. Georgia Bulldogs should not be scared of this team at all.、Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't care how pretty their uniforms are. <laughs> I don't care how many storylines they got coming into this thing. This, is, this should not be a ball game, and it won't be, Mike. This is a defending national champ playing where they're going to be competing later, later for an SEC championship. This is, not, this is one of those games you turn off at half. So I'm just letting you know. 31 Georgia, 6 Oregon. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying. You, this isn't the Ducks, you know, your papa watch down there, Chip Kelly. This, this isn't. They're going to struggle to get the ball moving at all. And we're going to、yeah. start that whole thing again like, can anyone score a touchdown against Georgia Bulldogs? It's going to continue with that week one against Oregon. Man, poor Bo Nix. He just can't escape、oh, he's them get, dogs, can he? Now, do you remember the last time these two teams <laughs> met? You know what I'm saying? There's a reason he left the SEC. It may have been haunting him. But, of course, Dan Lanning's first game as a head coach, so that's intriguing. Yeah. But, man, he hired Tosh LaPoy as his defensive coordinator. That guy was so good at Alabama, Shane. They, they've. Fired him midseason. Yeah.、Uh, Kenny Dillingham. Who gets, who gets fired at Alabama? <laughs> I mean, think about that, Mike. You know what I'm saying?、Sorry. Well, technically, he got、uh, no, no, his. No, no. He didn't get fired, but he got his play calling duties taken away, which means you're fired, but they don't want to announce it、exactly. because of a big issue. Kenny Dillingham, an offensive coordinator, he was so good at Auburn, Gus took the play calling duties from him. So it's like, I got no confidence in this coaching staff. I got no confidence in Bo Nix. Uh, they, got, they got a couple good linebackers. I'll give Oregon that. But you know what? Georgia's got the world class NFL style tight ends here that they can throw at these linebackers. So、exactly. it, it kind of minimizes Oregon's strength, in my opinion. So I'm right there with you. I want to see how Kenny McIntosh looks at running back when he's stepping up.、Uh, I think he could have a big time game. Stetson Bennett, what's he look like? You know, believe it or not, Shane, I didn't realize this till this week. Because he's been down there so long, and he is 14 and 3 as a starter.、Mm-hmm. He's never started a season opener, even though he's been in college like nine years. Never started an opener. This is Stetson Bennett's first game as a, as a starter in the opener. I think he has a big game.、Yeah. Give me Georgia 38. Oregon, I got a little bit more confidence they'll score 17. So I like the Bulldogs. I like the Bulldogs big. Yeah. This is going to be a great game. I can't wait. I mean, people, people are trying, I mean, they're trying to get cute and,、yeah. and act like Georgia's, you know, it's, it's Alabama or nobody. 
No, let's not forget who won the championship. Let's not forget who beat Alabama in the playoffs. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think, you know, yes, did they reload a little bit? Of course. But they reloaded with talent that's also going to be in the NFL here in a couple of years. So, right. um, I think you hit the nail on the head. The, the, the tight ends alone, you, they potentially have three pro, pro bowl tight ends right. playing on Sunday, you know. And you so. know one thing we, we don't say enough about Georgia? Didn't even – Get anybody out of the portal, and you could sit here and say, "Well, what the hell? They didn't. Why they couldn't get anyone out of the portal? Yeah, they didn't need them, Shane. Exactly. They got confidence in who they're recruiting, who they're developing, mm-hmm. and hey, we all get enamored with all these guys. But Alabama, oh, they got this receiver, this running back. Yeah, that tells me they don't. don't I don't know. It. Something's something's down there at Alabama where they're they're having to get those guys out of the portal. That's Georgia right. right now has got confidence with the roster they got, mm-hmm. the continuity, they know the system. Something to be said for that. I'm just saying. All right, how about this? This is going to be one of the best games of the weekend, Shane. Number 23, Cincinnati at number 19, Arkansas. Mm -hmm. Razorbacks favored by six and a half. The over-under is 52 total points. Mm -hmm. The game kicks off at 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central on ESPN. Who do you like in the game? Hmm. You know, how how can we have an Arkansas-Alabama matchup if we can't get past (laughs) Cincinnati, you know? (laughs) You talk about the hot train is at an all-time high. It's an all-time high with the Razorbacks, yeah. and, and rightfully so. You've got a Heisman potential quarterback. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, your all your coordinators back. I mean, there's this the team chemistry. You've got a lot of players coming back for another year, had an opportunity to go to the next level. I mean, the story is beautiful, and, and you think if this is a run that you're going to make, this is the time. And you do that week one, not overlooking Cincinnati. This is a team that competed. It's, you know, we made jokes that they were in the top four and they shouldn't have been. Regardless, they still were a very well-coached team last year. They were, uh, you know, they were well-rostered. Unfortunately, they don't have their quarterback coming back. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think a lot of people, for, I don't know, maybe when they're doing the top 25, they, they, they forget little things like that, <laughs> like who's who's got the reins of this program. And I think that's where it's a big advantage for Arkansas is because they have so much team chemistry and that. And and, and I just think there's going to be relentless pressure on them. So, yeah. you know, I think as, as Coach Pittman says, you know, you're, you know, I don't know what you're bringing to the party. These guys are bringing liquor to the party, and they're ready to whoop some ass. So, give me Arkansas. I, I think it's a little closer than it looks. Um, don't be surprised if Cincinnati doesn't score late. Uh, I don't think it's a high-scoring game. I've got Arkansas 28, Cincinnati 17. So, I still like Arkansas and the points. Hmm. How about this stat, Shane? Cincinnati head coach Luke Fickle, 5-0 mm-hmm. and in season openers. Okay. You know why I bring that up? Because uh-uh. this is the last damn day he's undefeated. <laughs> that's coming to an end. I'm just getting that out of the way. I mean, that's a nice little stat. How about – I mean, I don't. I feel like no one's paying attention to this, Shane. Cincinnati lost nine NFL draft picks. Yeah. And, it, hey, that means they, they've done a hell of a job, you know, having talent on that roster. Right. They ain't Alabama. They ain't Georgia. Mm-hmm. Even if Alabama and Georgia lose nine draft picks to the NFL, we're like, oh, man, yeah. they're going to take a step back. Cincinnati's they're not going to take a step back. They're going to fall off a damn cliff yeah. losing that much talent to the NFL. Uh, their star tight end, he's got 12 career touchdowns. I mean, that's about the only good thing I could find. They got five offensive linemen back. Mm-hmm. Last time I saw them play an SEC team, they were getting blown their ass off the yeah. ball. It's going to happen again here on Saturday. The Heisman campaign starts for K.J. Jefferson. I want to do. I do want to see which of these receivers, if they are as legit as everyone says, mm-hmm. all the buzz out of favor. I think they are. I really want to see how Malik Hornsby is used, the backup quarterback slash uh, receiver. Does he come out yeah. in kind of like a flash role? I think he does. Give me Arkansas thirty-eight, Cincinnati twenty. They're gonna blow the doors off his team and just roll on to next week with South Carolina setting up Arkansas South Carolina. Yes, which. Not enough people are talking about. A lot of people are circling Kentucky, Florida, which should be a hell of a game. But for me, Arkansas, South Carolina, I think that's the game of the week, not only in the SEC but the country next week. Well, and I like, you know, one thing Sam talked about is the toughest schedule in the country. And, 
And right out of the gate, they're, they're playing grown-up football. This yeah. isn't Ball State. This isn't, you know, s- southeast Louisiana State. <laughs> this is yep. Cincinnati. This is a team that was in the playoffs last year. They got South Carolina. Right around the corner, you got the A&M. You got Alabama. So, this is a team that has to grow up quicker than some of the other programs. And I think that's important this coming Saturday that they not only come in prepared, but they just – Put away business, so they're not. They don't. You can't leave a team like Cincinnati because it is a well-coached program lingering around. Because next thing you know, one mistake and then you're you're down. So that I I just want to see Arkansas not overlook this team. Yeah, there's no DeQuince on this. Video. No, no, there is not. <laughs> and I know I'm saying that wrong at this point. I've had 50 people tell me I'm still going to call, man. I keep getting tagged in it, you know. <laughs> All right, how about this one, Shane? Man, talk about game of the week here. Number seven, Utah. Give me a break. At Florida, Utah favored by three in the swamp. Over under 51 and a half total points. Game kicks off at 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central on ESPN. Yeah. Who you like in the game? Well, I tell you who I don't, man, and that is Utah. (laughs) (laughs) This thing's going around back and forth and and – you know, they've been cute with the quarterback, and they've been cute with the records the last 10 years. Who gives a shit? All that does not matter, Mike. It does not matter. Yeah. And the fact – I was joking, you know, this thing's flip-flop the points, and, and nothing against Florida. But the fact that this is a three-point game should tell you that Utah should not be a top 25 program. If that was the case, then Florida should be a top 25 program. And I think they're close. I think they're on the edge, but – they still got a lot to prove, and Utah has proved nothing to me. What, yeah. making it through the pack? Get out of here, Mike. Get out of here with that. No. There's a reason most of those athletes are trying to get to the SEC so they can get to the next level. So, yeah. I, 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 I'm just not a fan of Utah. They don't know what they're walking into, and this is big for the fans. Who shows up in Gainesville? How loud is the swamp? Because I've been down there when it's been mean and ugly, and I want to trade. I want to buy a Florida Gator shirt so I don't have. To, I don't get spit on on my way out. You know, that's the kind of violence I need to see, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not promoting that. I don't want to see any spitting. But, but you know, make Swamp a dangerous place to play. You do that, then you rattle Utah. Utah has never been into an atmosphere like, like Gainesville, man. Mm-hmm. And, and as hot and humid as it is, they really could take advantage of that. And that's what I hope happens here. And that's why I got Florida winning, because home field advantage matters in the SEC. So give me Florida – Give me da, 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 where are we at? It's not a big one, but I got uh, it wasn't Honda dealership, but I went Florida twenty eight, Utah twenty one. Ooh, yeah. I, I don't know if you heard this, Shane, but the, apparently Utah and their practice facility, yeah. they've been pumping in humidity to match what it's going to be in the swamp. Get out. Good luck with that, brother. Yeah. You know, there's just no mimicking that. Uh, <laughs> it is funny you say those stats are BS because I do. I got one of these for you. Utah thirteen and two in their last 15 season openers so I mean they know how to get this team fired up for the openers they bring back a ton on offense I think people are getting mystified because they they seemingly went toe-to-toe with Ohio State last year in the bowl game so everyone's falling in love hell even in that game they lost a damn ball game yet we're sitting here hyping them up as a playoff contender I don't think they got any idea what's coming for them Mm -mm. with Anthony Richardson and this Billy Napier uh, offensive attack, Shane. I think the Gators are going to be a lot more physical than Utah. Utah's billed as the physical team in the Pac-12. Well, they're going to find out what that's worth in the SEC (laughs) and that heat and humidity. So, yeah, like you said, I mean, the crowd is is just going to be an X factor. If Utah can come out and jump, somehow get to a big lead and quiet the crowd, that's going to be their recipe for winning this football game. Mm-hmm. But I just – I don't th- – I think it's going to be a four-quarter game. Yeah. could go either way, but I'm right there with you. I got Florida 24, Utah 21. All right, last game, Shane, Sunday evening. This should be a – could be a classic one here. Yeah, that's right. We got one more. LSU versus Florida State New Orleans. Tigers favored by three. The over-under – 51 and a half total points, 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central on ABC, nationally televised. Mm-hmm. Who do you like in the game? Well, Mike, I mean, there is a common theme today, and it is anybody other than the SEC doesn't <laughs> deserve a victory. You know, I don't know if you're picking up on that. So, I'm not going to make this one any different. However, 
I think out of almost all the SEC games we watched, this is probably going to be the least entertaining. Really? I do. I, and it's nothing against LSU. I think it's more about Florida State. I think it's about the season opener here. I, I think we see some conservative play calling. And I, I see them leaning heavy on those big uglies up front. This is something you and I talked about earlier in the week. Um, I, I think those four horsemen up front for the defense of LSU is going to wreak havoc in the backfield. Mm -hmm. And I just think they're not going to give Florida State too many opportunities to stay in this ball game. But again, I don't see. I, I don't think we come out here guns a blazing. I think we keep it pretty conservative, uh, reduce the, the – I mean, because it's all about efficiency with, with Coach Kelly. And you've heard him talk about that. And, and you, so, I, I, think they, I think as the season goes on, we may see a little bit more progression with the play calling. But I, I, I don't know. Call me nuts. I just, I, I just feel like it's going to be slow. <laughs> and it's going to be move the chains. And it's going to be keep the clock rolling and that sort of, that sort of play. So, yeah. not second. Sexy, but who cares? You do that 12 times and you win 12 games, you go undefeated. I think LSU comes out, wins this thing, 28, Florida State 20. So I think it's a closer game, uh, but I, I think it's one of those maybe Florida State makes it a little interesting toward the end. Yeah. Well, you could be on to something there, Shane, but, uh, again, Florida State, you know, it's, it's almost like they're the exact opposite of Florida State. They yeah. know who their quarterback is. He scored 39 touchdowns in 23 games. The entire coaching staff, they're one of the few in the Power 5 level that mm -hmm. brings back all 10 assistant coaches. The coaching continuity there. They had a Week 0 game. I know it was a joke of an opponent, but they look like a machine. 400 rushing yards, three players went over 100 yards rushing. There's a lot of unknowns with LSU, Shane. We don't even know who the quarterback's going to be. We don't even know how they're going to utilize the quarterbacks. Yeah. We don't know how these players fit in the system. They're, everyone's fired up for the for season opener, new coach. Brian mm -hmm. Kelly is going to win us a national championship or two. You know, that's the feeling right now. But all these pieces have got to gel together. I think – I don't know. I think Florida State is being overlooked. And I'm not even a huge believer in Florida State. Yeah. But I'm just a more believer in continuity and knowing what we have at, at several key positions. Mm -hmm. And had, had, this, had Florida State not played week zero, yeah. I probably would have agreed with you and picked LSU. I'm going the other way, and almost the same score. I got Florida State 28, LSU 21. And I, I just think with all the new pieces and the new coaching staff, this is a, a ball game where one or two mistakes could cost you the game. Yeah. And that's just what happens when, you've just, when you're not on the same page, when you've not been in the same system. Uh, you're bringing in so many players for the transfer portal to help your, your system out. The offensive line is a complete work in progress. They got a true freshman at left tackle. Mm -hmm. They say he's awesome, though. So maybe he's just the best left tackle in the world. But, hey, all it takes is, is one miss here or there, and yeah. it's a strip sack. And, and that's the type of play I'm talking about that could be game-defining in this matchup. I think Florida State pulls the upset. That's that SEC mic, you know. <laughs> so just remember that. that. Shane had nothing to do with this one. He's shit on LSU right out of the gate. Well, how about this? SEC undefeated Saturday. At least I can say that. Well, there you go. Yeah. yeah we overlooked this one. Maybe nobody will watch the game. Just kidding. Everybody's going to be watching it. So, no, I I, I think it's bold. I, and that's, that's, I guess, one of my concerns, you know, and that's why I was a little bit leery. I mean, I'm not putting any money near this one. Yeah. Um, because there is a lot of question marks floating around Baton Rouge down there. Got to see it. And, and, and I, I really, I truly believe they've got the right coach. I, I just, to, you know, the expectations are always higher in LSU, mm -hmm. and that's not fair, you know, because even myself, I'm expecting more from them week one just because it's LSU. So um, I hope you're wrong, and, and you may be wrong. I mean, hell, they may come out. I'm usually in. Yeah, I mean, they may. I mean, they may be the most efficient team in in SEC right now. And and I tell you, if they can come out and not have any mistakes, or you know, how many times have we seen stupid penalties already in in, yeah. in week one action? If they could come out and reduce the turnovers, then yeah, absolutely. I think they can hang in there and win this game. And that's kind of way I'm going in is that they are going to prepare because that's the story that Kelly kept telling us all offseason long, that they are going to be the most efficient program out there. And here's the beautiful part, Shane. If you're an LSU fan, 
You want to put your money where your mouth is? Jump on that wager <laughs> app, man. Just throw, just pound me. Hit me with some wagers. That's right. This Florida State LSU game, I'm happy to take them. Yeah. Uh, but hey, brother, that's all I got. I'm, I'm so fired up for this football. Me too. Cannot wait. It's gonna be one hell of a weekend of food, yeah. beer, football. I love it. It's this is like Christmas. You know what? I love it. It's already been a great start, man. My Tennessee Vols doing it. Uh, I need Mizzou to get their shit together, and then I'll be in, I'll be in a little bit happier. But but all in all, it's been a great start to SEC play. I mean, we're we're undefeated, so yeah. Let's keep that let's keep that train rolling. And uh, I want to ask you though, real real quick before we get off uh-huh. storyline, if we if we've got any storylines coming out, if you're just predicting one for Monday, uh, what are what are some storylines you're given your score predictions? If all goes like you expect, what are some things we're going to be saying Monday? Uh, again, I think uh, South Carolina is well. You know, there's so much hype, so maybe that's that's a poor answer. But I I just think that South Carolina Arkansas game. Mm-hmm. If Arkansas dominates, if South Carolina dominates, because these are two teams. A lot of people outside of the SEC or inside that hate those teams, they're saying, "Oh, I could certainly see Cincinnati winning in yeah. Razorback Stadium. Uh-huh. I could see. I've seen people saying Georgia State is going to beat South Carolina, mm-hmm. like." The faith is not there with everybody. Yeah. It's within those fan bases, but outside of it, it's like, give me a break. Shane Beamer looking at his mentions that, you know, we need to shut this dweeb up. I think that's dead wrong. I think South Carolina is going to be a red-hot team. I think Arkansas, and again, that's going to set up a huge matchup. But uh, one, if we're both right about the Florida Gators yeah. beating Utah, then all of a sudden, hey, that's why I got Florida number two in the East. I think there are a lot more – a serious challenger than people are giving them credit for mm-hmm. you know you beat utah utah's probably overrated so yeah. we're not crowning them yeah. but all of a sudden that kentucky florida game week two right if they're both one and oh that's already a game we're all looking forward to but i think suddenly people are like damn billy napier he may have something down yeah. there at florida that is certainly one i, I think the storyline will be that one yeah, I, th- I think you're right. If, if Florida – because a lot of people think Florida will be there, but just not this year. Right. Uh, I told you, that takes everything out. You beat a top, top 11 team, Utah, then everybody's talking about you. And then how good is the East? So, I, I think I think you hit the nail on the head there. That's a good one. And I just hope no one gets upset because uh, we don't take it well in the SEC after <laughs> nine months of being positive. You lose yeah. that opener. Uh, man, there's there's hell to be paid for that. Absolutely. Is there anybody you're worried about other than LSU? <laughs> I mean, I don't think Auburn certainly is going to lose to Mercer, but right. if they do, I'm worried there. You All know. right, let's, let's, don't, let's don't go down that road. <laughs> we, can, we can ifs and that and – well, I can't. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, hey, I appreciate uh, yeah. you driving over across yeah. the street. That, that was great. I think this turned out great. But let's go watch the football. Let's do it, man. <laughs> go balls, baby.